This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, Saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. And we're coming towards the end of our studies in Ephesians. And thank you for journeying with us this far. Paul has been speaking about the spiritual battle, the spiritual warfare, the spiritual conflict that the Christian finds themselves in. When we become a Christian, we sign up, we are enrolled into the army of God and the warfare of God. And Paul, in the preceding few verses, has spoken about the need for us to stand, stand, and stand, when we've done everything, to stand, to withstand, to stand firm, and to resist the assault of the enemy. We have an enemy, an enemy of our souls, an enemy who despises Christ, an enemy who is opposed to the gospel and the advance of the kingdom. And we who follow Christ and we who are called to extend his kingdom and present the gospel, we are in the firing line. We're to stand, stand, stand. And how are we to do this? Well, Paul has talked about the need for us to wear the protective armor. But then he says we are to pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. We have spiritual weapons. We're told we've got the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That's mighty for the pulling down of wicked strongholds. But we have the prayer, the weapon of prayer. Prayer in the Spirit, he says. Against the spiritual forces of evil, we've got spiritual weapons, the sword of the Spirit and prayer in the Spirit. Prayer led by the Spirit, prayer fueled by the Spirit, and prayer that finds its effect through the Spirit. And I love this. The Spirit is with us, the Spirit is for us, and the Spirit is active in and through us. The Spirit is accessible to us. God's mighty Spirit through prayer and through His Word. And then Paul says this, he gets personal. Verse 19, he says, Pray also for me, that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Spiritual warfare is not uh, praying against the darkness. It's not praying against the demonic, but rather it's praying for the light to come, praying for the life of Jesus to come. It's praying that the gospel, which is the mightiest weapon of our warfare, will advance, will be heralded, will be proclaimed, will not be hidden, will not be suppressed, but that the gospel will push forward. It's the gospel that is the power of God to salvation. 
It's the gospel that cancels sin, the gospel that silences condemnation, the gospel that disarms the devil, the gospel that opens the deceived minds, the gospel that rescues captives, the gospel that pulls down strongholds. It's the gospel that dethrones self, the gospel that elevates Christ Jesus as Lord. It is the gospel that is the victory of God. You know, I remember hearing years ago, John Wimber preaching, and it was a conference on spiritual warfare. And we'd had people talking all about demons and ghost busting and principalities and powers, and it was all a little bit weird. And then we had a sermon from Wimber talking about how it's the gospel that sets people free from the powers of darkness. And then in the evening, Terry Virgo preached, and he preached the gospel about how Christ delivers us from the powers of darkness and transfers us into the kingdom of God of the Son He loves. And there was power. There was anointing. There wasn't an anointing upon all the speaking about demons. There was an anointing upon the preaching of the gospel. And it's the preaching of the gospel that is the weapon of our warfare. And Paul asks that the church might pray for him, that he might powerfully and effectively and fearlessly herald the gospel. The amazing thing is, as Paul says here, that he is in chains for this gospel but he doesn't resent the gospel. He doesn't wish he had a different job. He doesn't give up on the gospel. Instead, even though he is in chains, he wants prayers to proclaim the gospel. He doesn't ask to be set free from jail. He doesn't ask to be set free from his chains. He just asks to be faithful and fruitful in preaching the gospel. Paul knows his situation he isn't surprised by it. He'd been warned right from the start when he came to faith that, this, that he would suffer for the gospel, but it's a gospel worth suffering for. And God, he seeks God so that he can faithfully fulfill the apostolic mandate that is given to him. The most effective way to push back against the powers of darkness. For Paul, the most effective way to push back against the Roman Empire that is chaining him is to preach the gospel. Saints, we have been given mighty weapons to fight in the warfare of God against the powers of the demonic. We're to stand and we're to pray and we're to preach the gospel. 